Federal regulators sue to block Novant Health's purchase of two community health systems hospitals in North Carolina. Insurers say that the No Surprises Act prevented 10 million surprise bills for patients in the first nine months of 2023. And North Carolina says it will no longer pay for popular and costly weight loss drugs for state employees. It's Tuesday, January 30th. I'm Jake Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. The Federal Trade Commission is suing to block Novant Health's proposed purchase of two North Carolina hospitals from Community Health Systems, alleging it would give Novant a majority market share in the area. Franklin, Tennessee-based for-profit Community Health Systems, or CHS, first announced it would sell Lake Norman Regional Medical Center, a 123-bed acute care hospital in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Davis Regional Medical Center, an inpatient behavioral health facility in Statesville, North Carolina, to Winston-Salem, North Carolina-based Novant Health last February. The deal is worth about $320 million, according to a release. At the time of the announcement, both organizations expected to finalize the deal by the end of last year, pending regulatory approvals. However, the FTC alleges in its complaint that the sale would give Novant control of around 65% of the market for inpatient general acute care services in the eastern Lake Norman area of the state. Regulators allege that with fewer alternatives for patients, Novant could leverage its increased market share to charge more for services. The FTC voted 0-3 to issue the administrative complaint and authorize staff to seek a temporary restraining order as well as a preliminary injunction. In a statement released by the agency, the federal complaint and request for preliminary relief will be filed in the U.S. District Court for the Western District of North Carolina to halt the transaction pending an administrative proceeding. As of Monday, it had not yet published the full complaint. A spokesperson for Novant said in a statement that the system would pursue available legal responses to the FTC's complaint. The federal No Surprises Act prevented millions of surprise bills for patients in the first nine months of 2023, according to a new analysis published last Friday. The data comes from a survey conducted by health insurance lobbying group AHIP and the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association after soliciting responses from 80 health insurance providers last November. The respondents include commercial market payers, self-funded group health plans, fully insured group health plans, and those who provide individual market coverage. The organizations found that the law prevented more than 10 million medical bills from healthcare facilities, providers, and air ambulance providers. 67% of health insurance plans said that they increased their provider networks since the No Surprises Act went into effect in 2022, and no plans reported a decrease to their provider networks. 
Through the No Surprises Act, providers and payers are able to have payment disagreements settled through an arbitration procedure called the Federal Independent Dispute Resolution, or IDR, process. The survey found that roughly 80 percent of all eligible claims were resolved without resorting to the IDR process. However, the authors note that they noticed an increased use in the process, calling the trend both growing and troubling. Federal departments originally estimated that around 17,000 claims a year would go through the IDR process. However, according to a report from the Nonpartisan Government Accountability Office, there were around 490,000 disputes filed between April 2022 and June 2023. AHIP and Blue Cross estimate that there were around 670,000 IDR claims submitted between January 1st and September 30th of last year. The two organizations allege that providers may now be overly reliant on the IDR process to make up their reimbursements as they are no longer able to balance bill patients. For more on this topic, you can also check out my recent interview with Brookings Institution Senior Fellow Matthew Fiedler, which aired yesterday. He and I discussed the status of the federal IDR process and how it has worked and faltered since it went into effect in April 2022. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. North Carolina will no longer cover popular weight loss drugs for beneficiaries in its state-sponsored health plan, citing costs. The North Carolina State Health Plan's Board of Trustees voted 4-3 to last Thursday to end its coverage for a class of drug called glucagon-like peptide 1, or GLP-1 agonists, when used specifically for weight loss. These drugs were originally developed to treat type 2 diabetes, but exploded in popularity over the last couple of years for their weight loss potential. These drugs include semaglutide from Novo Nordisk, sold under the brand's name Wagovi for chronic weight management, as well as the company's liraglutide, sold under the brand name Sexenda. The North Carolina State Health Plan covers around 740,000 public workers, teachers, retirees, and their family members. According to a fact sheet provided by the state health plan in September, it paid roughly $14 million per month in 2023 to provide coverage for these drugs before manufacturer rebates, up from $3 million per month three years earlier. More than 23,000 beneficiaries were taking the medications for weight loss last year, compared to slightly less than 2,800 in mid-2021, a 731 percent increase. The plan estimated at the time of publication that continued coverage of these drugs in 2024 would cost the plan $297 million before rebates and cost-sharing. The state health plan is currently facing a $4.2 billion funding gap over the next five years. This is not the first time the state has stepped in to curtail the use of the drugs for weight loss. In October, it announced it would no longer cover the drugs in 2024 for members who did not have a prescription prior to January 1st. Novo Nordisk withdrew rebates as a result, according to Forbes, which led to the state's vote last week. 
the state plan will continue to cover the drugs to manage diabetes. It will also continue to negotiate with the pharmaceutical companies to reach an agreement on the issue. If the state and the drug makers don't reach an agreement, public employees and their families will need to pay out of pocket for these drugs, which can cost several thousand dollars a year. The drugs also require individuals to take them regularly, and when patients don't adhere to the prescriptions, they typically regain the weight they've lost. This has been Just Healthcare Daily from Kaufman Hall. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the podcast. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist.